Support for this podcast comes from Outdoor Supply Hardware, inviting listeners to OSHA's big anniversary sale celebration, May 20th through the 26th, featuring daily deals, $15,000 in giveaways, 20% off store-wide on Saturday and Sunday, and a lot more. Learn more at OSH.com. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment, and if you love what you're hearing... And I know you love what you're hearing. Please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. This is the California Report. Good morning. I'm Lily Jamali. We begin in Sacramento, where Governor Gavin Newsom signed more than two dozen bills yesterday aimed at addressing California's housing crisis. The overall goal, according to Newsom, is to create more affordable housing more quickly. The laws aim to provide more oversight to make sure cities and counties are following state laws already on the books and force cities and towns to meet housing targets. This is unprecedented. The state has never focused on housing accountability. And trust me, it's not overwhelmingly popular. The new laws allow more building on public land and remove barriers to building in-law units. They also aim to streamline regulatory fees that can be a hurdle to housing construction. The San Diego Unified School District Board of Education has voted unanimously to approve a COVID-19 vaccination mandate for staff and eligible students. Students 16 and older will be required to be fully vaccinated by December 20th to participate in in-person classes. Teachers and staff will have the same deadline. The plan calls for younger students to be fully vaccinated as well, pending full vaccine approval from the FDA. Here's Interim Superintendent Lamont Jackson speaking before last night's vote took place. My hope is that we as a community can come together, and I continue to say we because uh, this is a collective community effort to focus on our children, um, to focus on our staff, and to focus on the health and safety of our greater community. The board heard hours of public comment from people both in favor of the mandate and those opposed. Hundreds also gathered outside the district office for a rally voicing their disapproval of any type of vaccination mandate, although not all of those in attendance have students at San Diego Unified Schools. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hi there, I'm Randa Abdel-Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. 
Now to the latest on wildfires burning around the state. The KNP complex fire in Sequoia National Park continues to burn pretty much unabated. It's charred nearly 50,000 acres and is just 8% contained. Clint Remington with the U.S. Forest Service says the fire is burning in steep and hazardous terrain. A lot of this country is pretty tough around this fire. Um, the crews and the engines and, and those folks, the crews especially, they're having long hikes in and out. Um, rough country, but they're, they're doing exceptionally well. Meanwhile, to the south, the Windy Fire, which is also burning in Sequoia National Park, has scorched almost 90,000 acres. It's just 6% contained. Well, today we continue our investigation, Dangerous Air. It's based on an analysis by NPR's California Newsroom that looks at more than 10 years of data and finds a shocking increase in wildfire smoke. Children are especially at risk. So KQED's Farida Javala Romero visited schools in rural Northern California, one of the worst hit regions. She brings us this second story in our series. Long-timers say sports events anchor the town of Willows, 100 miles north of Sacramento. At a Friday junior varsity football game in this town of 6,000, cheerleaders shake their gold and purple pom-poms. Thick haze covers nearby mountains in this part of the Sacramento Valley as megafires burn in Northern California. When there's too much smoke in the air, schools cancel outdoor activities like football. But today... Today's better, obviously, because we're playing the game. Stacy Lancy has two teen sons, one of them a student at this high school. She's also a third grade teacher and says the bad air quality is affecting students. As far as like kids going out to recess, playing sports, and kind of like an overall health, we don't know why we're having headaches and runny noses. Headaches, runny noses, and a myriad of more serious health problems have all been linked to breathing wildfire smoke. Willows endured more than three months of smoke per year on average between 2016 and 2020, making it the smokiest place in the state. Millions of Americans are also breathing a lot more smoke from western wildfires, an impact felt from Los Angeles to Washington, D.C. That's according to an analysis of a decade of federal satellite images by NPR's California Newsroom in partnership with Stanford University's Environmental Change and Human Outcomes Lab. In a small town like Willows, physician assistant Brett Brown regularly treats patients at the hospital's family clinic. When there's smoke in the air, he sees more patients suffering asthma attacks, intense migraines, and stress. There's always somebody who says something about, well, because of the smoke, insert, you know, problem here, whether it's I haven't been able to breathe as well because my allergies are so bad or um, I haven't been able to see my mom and dad because of COVID and now I can't even go outside so my mental health is so much worse. Children are more sensitive to dangerous particles and wildfire smoke because their lungs are developing. Since the scale of wildfires has never been seen before in modern history, we don't know much about the long-term impacts, and that has parents like Brown worried. So if you let your kids play outside during smoke days, what's going to happen to their lung capacity or their cancer risk? We don't know what that data looks like yet. At Murdoch Elementary, hundreds of students pour out of classrooms and play with balls and hula hoops during recess. 
It's a good day, but Principal Miguel Barriga doesn't take this recess for granted. When the air quality reaches levels the federal government says are unhealthy, Barriga has to keep students inside all day. And that's tough for some kids. You know, we'll end up in the office, uh, acting out in class, get emotional one way or another, or want to go home. Like other school administrators here, Barriga monitors local air quality reports constantly during wildfire season. He says he wants better forest management and solutions to climate change so fires don't burn so intensely. You want to believe that the decisions at, at levels higher than ours are going to be made, will be made to um, make it be more normal. More like it used to be, he says, when you could go outside and not worry about breathing wildfire smoke. For the California Report, I'm Farida Javala-Romero and Wellos. Before we go today, I want to share some news. After three years, this will be my last day hosting the California Report. When I lived in the North State 17 years ago, this show would come on the radio on my drive to my first broadcasting job. And back then, I never imagined that I would get to be a part of it. I've loved getting to share the news with all of you each morning. I've gotten to do that from the field and from our partner stations all around the state. And for that, I am very thankful. I'm going to go back to being a California Report super fan now, and I'll fill you in on what's next for me soon. Big thanks to the California Report morning team, Angela and Mary Franklin, Saul, Keith, and our engineers, Danny and Katie, the absolute best. That is the California Report for this Wednesday. I'm Lily Jamali. Thank you for listening. Support for the California Report comes from Personal Capital, helping people take control of their finances with financial tools and objective advice from a fiduciary advisor, personalcapital.com. Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy harnesses the power of people and science to create innovative solutions for a healthy environment, just societies, and opportunities for human achievement. And Blue Shield of California, Closing the health care gap since 1939, learn more about their commitment to quality and fair health care for every Californian at news.blueshieldca.com. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? It's history, it's people, it's unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. 
I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast. And I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! <laughs> 